0: Welcome to Fantastic Voyage from the What The If Worldwide Studios on board the good ship IF. Our Captain Gabby Panicia is here representing Rockefeller University, our co-pilot. Professor Matthew Stanley, historian of science from New York University and current vaccine recipient.
1: That's right. I can feel the antibodies surging through me right now.
0: Wow! Uh, when we left off, uh, we, we, uh, if, if you hadn't heard the previous episodes, basically this is a new show where we're doing this thing where we, uh, we found an incredible ship that uh, has the power to shrink down And go inside bodies and see biology happening up close and personal. And so we followed, we rode the vaccine. We began in a syringe as someone was getting the vaccine injected. And we went through the whole journey and it was amazing. And if you hadn't heard that, go back and check that out. But you don't need to if if this is the first time checking in. Uh, We've just, uh, we've docked the ship we've brought it back we've come back to the lab and we're sort of um we're doing a uh, what do we call it an after action report or um a debriefing we're debriefing
2: i like the sound and, of that uh, yeah
0: and so um captain panicia um w- was there anything you learned from that journey and uh, just what other things are happening uh, you're sort of hearing people now that we're back at full size uh in in the world um back to human scale what are you hearing that you would like to uh there were, you said there were some concerns people had you wanted to address
2: yeah you know i think now that we're having our regular size press conference as opposed to our mini press conference uh <laughs> we, we can uh, as adorable we can as it things. was <laughs> yes. just as high-pitched as possible nobody yes. can hear it um let's see uh so i've i've heard a couple of like I wouldn't necessarily go so far as to call them conspiracy theories. Um, although I did hear one, uh, the, the whole chip in the vaccine. The latest one that's going around is chip, that people yeah. are sharing a schematic of, of the chip. Um, but it's actually the schematic to a guitar effects pedal. Um, so this just in the <laughs> coronavirus vaccine makes you absolutely shred. Um, <laughs> you get the one. Make it the more one.
0: popular. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want the flanger.
2: Yeah, you know, every time you open your mouth, it,
0: uh... <laughs> wow, that's a... The, I gotta say, the chip, I mean, maybe it's because the kind of thing is just easy for people to remember and it's just something to say in conversation, but the chip people generally are like, is there a chip in it? And uh, yeah. So I, no chips, as far as... Matt, did you no see chip. any chips? Did you... Uh... Uh,
1: no, no chips. I should say a syringe would be a very bad way to put a microchip in somewhere. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Maybe a soldering iron. They didn't accidentally oh. use a soldering iron. No. Yeah, that's right. If you go for your vaccine and they come at you with a soldering iron, you should leave. <laughs> yes.
2: it sounds like you're going to get cattle branded. My God. Mm. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so some of the actual, I guess, like biology concerns I've heard, um, all of which are, are not true. I'm going to start off with saying that. Uh, one is that it mutates inside you. Uh, I've heard another one that it somehow reduces, like if, if you're... Uh, person with a uterus getting this, it reduces your ability to get pregnant, which is also not true. I think a couple of people became pregnant on the trial. Um, um,
0: Matt, watch out. Let's, right. Yeah, you know, it might make you pregnant, it seems.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. I, mean, I, I guess I can just focus in on talking about them. So the, the one about um, it mutates inside of you. Um, mRNA, fortunately, does not work that way. So you hear about DNA mutating. Um, and mutations are really the cause of some sort of chemical damage, and sometimes that that chemical damage is is natural. The thing about needing oxygen um, as life on this planet is that you don't realize that oxygen is is combustible, and that's actually why we need it. It's excellent for chemical reactions. And so essentially, every yeah. second you're alive, things inside your body are kind of burning. It's a bunch of chemical reactions happening. And so, you can get what's called oxidation damage to your DNA. It's natural and your body has systems to repair it, but every once in a while it messes up. mRNA, though, is kind of disposable. And so what, why your DNA gets mutated because of oxidation damage is that your body tries to fix it and fixes it wrong. mRNA, your body will just throw out. So if the mRNA gets damaged in some way, your body's going to look at it and just be like, well, this is useless, and then just degrade it.
0: And so, mRNA is what the... Vaccine is made of. Yep. And
2: it's made of also such a small part of the virus that you don't have to worry about it becoming like supersized. Essentially, you just get injected <laughs> with kind of like the severed arm of this virus. And so you don't really have to worry about it reanimating and punching you in the face.
1: It's that's a delightful not, image. Yeah. yeah you know, it's awesome.
2: Whenever I could sneak a little necromancy in the science, it's just that's fantastic. Yeah, just don't yeah. come by my lab bench. <laughs>
0: reanimator uh and and as far as we know the cell phone towers uh don't affect it or that's just a completely separate like i wonder if conspiracy theories do they want d- d- question out there for those of you who are uh, aficionados of conspiracy theories are they like separate universes like is like the 5g in the dc universe and <laughs> the chip in the vaccine is the is marvel and you know they don't really like star star wars and star trek they don't really cross over
2: Um, i actually don't know if if they overlap i'm sure like some of them that are similar people may link together like the two Mm -hmm. that i talked about like um the mrna vaccine mutating or um reducing fertility are probably overlapped maybe the chip and 5g overlap like uh you know, 5G causes coronavirus, but then the chip activates you like a Russian sleeper agent. Um, I, I, you know, I really don't yeah, it know. It probably
1: depends on the specific one, I wonder. Yeah.
0: Well, that would be hmm. bad if you've got multiple conspiracies happening to you at the same time, like you mm-hmm. you were, yes, yeah, so you got coronavirus from 5G, and then the chip sends you to spread that 5 you know, anyway, wow, that's a, that's a heavy, that's too complicated. Um, in considering conspiracy theories, I think the goal is to theoretically make things make more sense. I don't know,
2: I don't know. I feel like most of them do not subscribe to Occam's Razor, so uh, yes,
0: that sounds yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, th- by the way, that's I'm gonna next time we go on the ship, uh, we're gonna bring Occam's Razor along. Uh, that <laughs> would be a useful thing in our toolkit in our Swiss Army, mm-hmm. yeah, you should
1: always have it in your suitcase, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so. Uh, what do we think about, I, I think I, I will say a, a big question that's out there is, and it's great to have you here, Gabby, to answer this, the, the mutations that are happening everywhere, right? Oh, now, yeah. And we understand that, and I think everyone listens to this show, uh, understands and, and may have even learned simply by listening to the show, that you know, mutation is a common thing. It's it happening all the time. The vast majority of times, if you called it changes instead of mutations, it sounds less threatening. And most of the time it doesn't do do anything. And in fact, could make the virus less effective. Mm -hmm. Um, But it seems to be, there is this one or two variants that seem to be spreading more rapidly. Um, But we have yet to see anything that comes close to not being able to be Uh, prevented by what the vaccine does to you, is that right?
2: Yeah, so there's two things. So it seems like the vaccine would be protective against these. However, one of the base reasons why these um, mutants might be better at spreading is, among other things, they seem to be harder for your body to develop an antibody response against. Um, And Mm. that's just like if you're being infected without being vaccinated, like, you know, most people in the world right now who are getting it. Um, It doesn't seem like these are big enough changes that the vaccine wouldn't protect you from it. It might become slightly less effective. So for example, uh, I think the Pfizer vaccine was something like 95% effective against uh, preventing coronavirus infection. Maybe it's like 90% effective now. Ultimately, the more people who are vaccinated, the harder of a time it will have spreading. Um, but this is kind of what happens when you let a virus run unchecked. It will adapt to whatever situation is put in. And it's essentially always trial and error. Uh, I think the first mutation we heard of come out was the D614 gene mutation. And now it's N510Y, just just a fancy way of saying a different part of it changed. Uh, mm-hmm. But it is refining itself through trial and error. And it's from a scientist perspective, it's really cool. Like you always hear about this stuff happening and like it will happen if you're experimenting and you're, um, working with stuff in cell culture or even in animals, you keep passaging it through animals and it changes, Hmm. but we're kind of the experiment here. And so being a scientist (laughs) watching this is, uh, is, is really wild. Cause yeah, I mean, it's happening exactly like we thought it would, but you know, you never, I've never been able to experienced or, or witness anything like this before, you know, unprecedented times, at least. <laughs> yeah. And cool. if if
0: um, if one arose that the vaccine didn't uh, keep you from getting, how quickly or how within with, within the kind of mutations that would be expected, perhaps, um, how quickly would a new would basically an update <laughs> to the vaccine be?
2: That depends. Available? Um, I was actually reading an article about this yesterday from um, Science. Um, really great publication. It's literally just called Science. It's from the AAAS. Um, and it really depends on whether or not um, regulatory ag- agencies make it go back through the same clinical trial phase. Because fundamentally, it's going to be the same vaccine, just with a different mRNA. They may want to test it a little just to make sure that there's nothing weird and unexpected that's happening. But to be honest, I don't think anyone would really expect it. So chances are it would come out faster than this one. Hmm. And it's also possible that having the vaccine, even if it's not completely as effective anymore, might still help at least a little. Um, Like, uh, I I don't know if you know much about, uh, there's a BCG vaccine for tuberculosis. uh, And it's not really effective of preventing tuberculosis, but it's effective at not Giving you as serious of a form of tuberculosis, if I understand correctly, so th- it might be something similar to that where even recognizing it a little bit might be enough to prevent you from getting extremely extremely sick
0: right on so right. Matt, any questions do you have now that you 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 have the do you, do you feel the antibodies
1: multiplying um No. No, I don't. (laughs) Um, But I should say one of the questions that, so my wife and I are both vaccinated now, um, and my daughters, who are uh, 16 years old, as of yesterday, um, are asking me when they get vaccinated. Um, And a quick glance shows that the the vaccines out there at the moment are not approved for use on kids, even with the emergency approval. Um, Gabby, do you have any sense of when and how um, the vaccines are going to be available for children?
2: I'm not sure. So I, if I remember correctly, Moderna was enrolling some quantity of, I think like sixteen-year-olds into one of their studies, or maybe it was Astrazeneca, hmm. um, because I think that there's trial going on right now. I am not. I'm really not sure when they'll they'll approve it. I think right now their main concern is vaccinating all of the adults, and then maybe it will roll out for kids. But I, I really don't know the uh,
0: in bubblegum form.
2: Probably. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Bubblegum flavored Intest. coronavirus vaccine.
0: But may, maybe the maybe the uh, the girls can get into a trial. That would be interesting. Uh, that would be fine. Yeah. If they would so. want that. Um. Yeah, that's interesting because I th- the number sixteen, by the way, the age sixteen, I felt like was a border of the whole thing. Isn't is that right? So maybe it's. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: like I definitely know there were eighteen year olds involved in the trial because obviously that's the point at which you can sign yourself up for anything. But oh. I, I do remember <laughs> seeing sixteen. Also pop up on some of these when I was reading, as sort of like a threshold. I really don't know if they're experimenting yeah. on that, like right now, checking to see for children.
0: You saw Matt that 16 years old is not over the border. That yes, that could yeah. yeah. You're a good dad. You know, you actually looked carefully and double checked. You know, um, not just going on rumor or um, you know conspiracy theories.
1: Yeah, a messenger the, pigeon or anything. Yeah.
0: yeah. Now. um, but kids are far less likely to get it and to have. Well, they might get it, but to have bad side, yes. bad symptoms and things like
2: that. Yeah, they don't seem to get the really like acute respiratory things. Um, yeah. There is that whole um, Miss Miss C, I think is the name of it, multi-system inflammatory. Oh
1: yeah, that's right. In- There's a special so, thing that only happens to.
2: Yeah, but it, it's yeah. it's generally very rare. Um, so fortunately, at least they should be they should be safe in the interim.
0: Yeah. Now, what I'm confused about whether, so for instance, Matt, you, the, the one you got, I think uh, you mentioned was Moderna, which requires a follow-up, and you do that in a month. Is that right? And oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, after then, do you still have to wear a mask? Do you still have to do the whole thing? Or isn't it that once you're fully vaccinated, the, the virus doesn't take hold in your body?
2: Yeah. So this is actually a a really good one to to mention. So yes, you should still keep Mm. wearing your mask. You Mm. should still keep following social distancing because for one, it will reduce your likely, it will prevent severe infection. But there's a chance, however small, that you could get infected and be asymptomatic. Why that's less of a big deal is if you're surrounded by everyone who's vaccinated, well, then you are, the astronomical likelihood that you got infected is You know, there's also an astronomical likelihood that you'll infect someone else and you may be Mm -hmm. less infectious because your body is, you know, attacking what coronavirus is there. But, you know, in general, also, I think, too, um, societally, if everyone's wearing masks, yelling, I'm vaccinated is uh, I, I feel like not. It's a little bit of a douche move to walk into a grocery store and be like, "I'm fine. I'm vaccinated." Um, <laughs> I, I, I definitely feel like it's one of these things, social contract wise. Wear your mask, because um, yeah, in general, you you might still spread it, um, all, however small of a chance that is. And you know, everyone else is doing it; you should adhere to it. Um, but like it isn't part,
0: part of the value of the big numbers that we're seeing, unfortunately. But but is that we we see that the gra- the needle moved pretty quickly if something bad is happening so if tons of people are getting vaccinated and i'm gonna guess people just stop wearing masks like crazy uh and um at at a very quick point you don't even need to say you know like if you see someone in the grocery store you're just gonna unfortunately assume well they're probably vaccinated i'll hope uh anyway um but if for some reason the numbers go back up or it's not going down the way it should Still be able to say, look, this is how it works. It's still.
2: Yeah. And I mean, especially since we've got all these more infectious variants floating around, uh, you don't want to be the weak link in the chain. Plus, too, you know, that second dose is really important. So mm-hmm. when you get the first va- vaccination, you are not protected, essentially. Oh. There's maybe, I think from the Moderna trial, there was something like when there were people who only got like half doses. And so I think it was something like it's like 60-something percent effective in preventing uh, infection following the first dose. But then when you get the second dose, 10 days afterwards is when the protection really kicks in.
0: Uh-huh.
2: So that's the point at which you can consider yourself safe. Not when you first get it, when you get that second booster, and then basically a week later. So, wow. you know, it's not like a celebration of when you get the first one, even though it's great. It means, you know, you've got your foot in the door, you'll eventually get the second one. Uh, that is not the celebratory period yet, unfortunately.
0: All right. We got to wrap up, but I'm going to, I'm going to put a question in the hopper for next time, which is why, why what's, what's the deal with the booster? and Two things. Like I'm curious how that maybe we'll, maybe we'll dive back in and see the, the booster.
1: Mm-hmm. See what we can see.
0: Ride the booster. That's, yeah. Next week, we will ride the booster. Got it. What could possibly go wrong? Gabby, <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, Matt, congratulations on your first steps towards survival. Yeah. survival. <laughs> exactly. And Gabby, congratulations to you. It, seems, it sounds like you will be getting vaccinated shortly as well. Yeah. Meanwhile, well, uh, you know, documentary filmmakers, podcast hosts are not on the list yet. I don't understand why. You know, I guess they figure they just stay in a room anyway, they don't go anywhere, so <laughs> they're not in danger. Um, thank you all for listening. Send in your questions, feedback at com, or just go to our website, whattheif.com, and write right there in the little uh, comment box and hit send your thoughts, your requests for future shows. Uh, and uh, we'll see you again on Friday for What the If. This has been another fairly fantastic voyage.